it's when shit goes south that's when you learn that's when you have to hustle that's when you're that's when your character is tested that's when you realize how much you want it I mean those and that's what will make getting to the top or getting to where you want to go so much sweeter because you've, you've there's been some struggle and some adversity along the way if everything was just gifted to us on a silver platter we, we wouldn't value it there'd be you know it, we, there'd be no joy in that there'd be no um striving and and you know where we learn is when we go you know overcome the challenges and we have to become resourceful we dig deep you know the tears and you know it's all part of the process welcome to the chief medichicks podcast i'm your host nikki scriven I'm the founder of Chief Medichicks, a business I launched in late 2022 after a long career as an executive in business, marketing and branding, and most recently as the CEO of Zenith Media. Chief Medichicks is a community and a movement designed to level the playing field for women in business, leadership and technology. Our mission is to unlock and unleash the power of women by upskilling them in Web3 and AI technologies through education and training and providing them with the tools and knowledge they need to thrive in the digital age. So whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur or a seasoned business owner, Chief Medichicks offers a wealth of resources and inspiration to help you develop and scale your business initiatives and leadership skills. And this podcast aims to bring inspiration and insight to our listeners as we delve into the stories and journeys of female founders, entrepreneurs, and leaders. We will share their highs and lows, trials and tribulations, key learnings and pivotal moments. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Chiquita Searle. Chiquita is a serial entrepreneur. She runs PR and events agency, Chiquita & Co. She's also the co-founder of FemCon, an event designed to support women to step into their full force feminine power. Chiquita has previously launched her own fashion label, and she has her own range of super cool sunglasses and reading glasses. She loves working with and supporting other women, and she is all about taking a leap of faith and having a go. This interview covers a number of important topics, including doing something that brings you joy and fulfillment, not being paralyzed by fear, but taking action in order to succeed, the importance of accessing the perspectives of others when running your own business, and detaching your identity from your business success. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode with Jaquita Searle, founder of Jaquita & Co. Hello and welcome to the Chief Medichicks podcast. And today I will be interviewing Jaquita Searle of Jaquita & Co. Welcome, Chi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on the podcast. Um, so, Chi, you've been working with us as one of our Pitch and Grow mentees for about four months now. Um, I'd love for you to just give our listeners a little bit of context so that we can learn a bit more about you and your background and your career journey and your motivations to launch your own business. Yeah, well, I actually just fell into uh, my current business about eight years ago. So, I'd left a job without any plan at all, as you tend to do. And Funnily enough, I it was my first week off and a friend who owned a marketing agency just said to me, um, I have a, a client in real estate, they need some newsletters written and you can write So and you've got time, can you please write them for me? And I did and so that started my freelance copywriting journey and that particular client uh, became my biggest client and uh, there was a female CEO who I really loved working with and after about 12 months she said to me, 
can you do our media for us? And I just said, oh, well, I don't really know how to do that, but if you want to pay me to learn, I will. And so they did. She did. And we. Um, it was so such a great experience because I got to cut my teeth with one client initially and I went from doing the copywriting to obviously doing their PR, particularly for the female CEO because back this was back in um, – uh, 2016. So there weren't a lot of female CEOs in real estate and there probably still aren't. Um, but it was, it was a point of difference. And, um, so we worked with her on her PR. We wrote awards for her. Uh, we started putting on female focused events in real estate, which was a lot of fun. Um, we worked on sponsorship and we also put together her speaking deck and her speaking topics and we put her forward for multiple speaking opportunities, which was a lot of fun. So it just, gave me an opportunity to learn a lot with one specific client. And then just based on that, the business kind of grew via word of mouth initially in the real estate industry. And then now it's, it's, it's much bigger than that, but yeah, no, it was just accidental, Nikki. There was literally no plan, no plan at all. (laughs) Isn't it funny how the universe points you in the direction that you're supposed to be. And what an amazing story that you've, you know, just fallen into this space so what were you doing before like obviously you had some skills and management skills to be able to deliver this um sort of work give us an idea of the early part of your career um well the early part of my career funnily enough was in construction and mining I started I know it's just completely random that and when I it feels like a lifetime ago it feels almost like another life because I studied HR and psychology at uni and then just got into recruitment and then HR in construction and mining. So a decade between those two. And I actually even lived out on site, if you if you would believe it, like in a central Queensland mining community with literally 2,000 people. There wasn't even, there was one roundabout. There was not even traffic. Wearing <laughs> <laughs> you as I know you now, I cannot imagine that. Me on site wearing orange high vis, steel cap boots. <laughs> With your wild hair, my hair. Oh God, it was yeah, it was it was an it was an experience. I spent I literally for the first every day for the first six months of that job, I was on seek looking for another job to get me out of there. I was just such I was a fish out of water. I just um yeah, it was struggle central. Let me tell you. And so where to from there? Uh, well, after that, I actually um, started my own fashion label and that was my first sort of foray into business ownership or and, uh, learning about business. And I was a, very much a novice. I've just always loved clothes. So even back in the day when I had a part-time job at Woolies, I was a checkout chick. My first paycheck was spent on an outfit at, Wool- at um, Sports Girl because <laughs> I'm, I'm from Mackay. These were our options. It was Sports Girl and a spree or a surf shop. <laughs> And I'm showing my age. Is a spree even around still? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know sports girl is, but I bought this outfit and I've just always, literally always just loved clothes and I just wanted to have my own fashion label. So I started it without any kind of experience. So I was a complete novice and I would spend my days at home crying because I didn't know what I was doing. And um, that sent me on a journey because I started Googling then because I realized that I wanted to be around other women who had businesses because I just had no idea what I was doing. And I stumbled upon this group called um, the League of Extraordinary Women. So they were a female entrepreneurship group because I was in Brisbane at the time. They were in Melbourne. 
And I just reached out to them randomly and just said, um, if you ever want to come to Brisbane, please let me know. I would be so happy to be involved and I'd be your feet on the ground. I'm happy to get involved and do whatever needs to be doing. And a few months later, um, they did come to Brisbane and I was their person on the ground. And yeah, we just, I started, that's how I got into events. I started organizing their events and emceeing them. And it was just so much fun. I actually ended up because you you would do it for 12 months that was kind of the tenure and I would I would loved it so much that I would spend more time on the league and these events and this community than I would on my own business and I ended up um actually closing my business the fashion label to take on a full-time role with the league and that's what brought me to Melbourne so that's how I got into events and the female community which I really really love um and that's also now why obviously I've started Femcom which is another another business I have with a friend amazing what a journey and you know it seems like it 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 just really feels like for me that the universe keeps pointing you in the right direction of where you meant to be and and I think how you and I then connected and and you know you're a, a very active member of the chief Medichicks community and we we love having you on board you're amazing so um look I think this question sort of goes without saying but what gave you the courage to take the leap and give it a go and really drive Chiquita and co forward so you'd sort of you know you'd been on this journey you you were working with the League of Extraordinary Women and really engaged in that sort of community and and entrepreneurial space at what point then did you create Chiquita and co and and that's been an eight-year journey for you now how's that evolved Well, it was a little bit by accident. I didn't, um, when it comes to my businesses or career, I often, I don't actually think about things too deeply because I think when you think about things too deeply, you give yourself an opportunity to talk yourself out of it because the fear takes hold. So if something occurs to me and it feels good or I get excited by it, I just tend to do it. And that's how I come to do anything really. Uh, I'm just not risk averse. I'll quit a job without another job to go to I just it just doesn't occur to me to stay and do anything that doesn't actually bring me any form of contentment or happiness or if I'm no longer enjoying it um and I just think with um the league I left that role uh without a plan and then literally within a week I had an opportunity and that then obviously took me on this journey for freelance copywriting and then the PR became a a major piece of that um and it also gave me the opportunity to kind of cut my teeth on different elements of PR, which um, is an unusual combination because I realized my skill set is actually really unusual in this space because there's no other agency in um, Australia that I'm aware of who does my particular brand of PR. And if I hadn't gone down this unusual, unorthodox journey um, and taken these leaps, then I wouldn't be here. And I just think that um, I also think that keeping your own counsel, I don't talk about things too many people before I do them because that also gives them an opportunity to talk me out of it and I don't know I just I don't know if it's courage maybe it's just stupidity Nikki (laughs) I don't think so Chi and again I know you and I know what you're capable of and you're one awesome amazing chick (laughs) so look talk to us a bit more so Chiquita and co um PR agency and you do events and you've got another little side hustle that's not so little it's actually quite enormous and we're going to hear a bit more about that on another podcast 
Um, but, you know, Chiquita also runs FemCon and um, FemCon is a huge event and you've actually got that coming up soon too, haven't you? We do, we do. It's on the 28th of October, so it's our annual conference and this year it's for female it's female entrepreneurship and the, the theme is Be Bold and Take Action, which is what I advocate for anyone really because I think, um, yeah, being act, taking action and being action-oriented is very much how I've gotten anywhere in life is just I take a lot of action and um, I think that's why we wanted to and I think there's a you know there's a fear piece when there's something new that's coming up and you're thinking about it taking that leap is actually really hard and I think sometimes when you have give yourself time to think about it you become almost paralyzed with fear or that's over analysis paralysis and I think that's why it's more important to just take action nothing's ever going to be perfect and the thing is we will learn as we go there's this thing called google youtube you know we have so many resources at our disposal communities like chief meta chicks I mean it's just there's just so much information and knowledge available I just don't think that um, we need to think too deeply about things if something feels good to us and we, if we've always thought about it why not just do it you only have one life when you're 80 and you think back that's how I make most of my decisions I imagine myself when I'm 80 and decrepit and I think um, <laughs> will I regret not doing this and if the answer and immediately it comes to me if the answer is yes I'm going to re- not regret not doing this I'm I will do it and I don't really care about the outcome I'm not I'm no longer attached to the outcome of things because I used to be so my identity used to be so deeply attached to being successful and being competent and you know what other people thought of my um, ability at work or, or the results I would get for them but now I've detached that and I think you know I'll do the best I can with what I have and I'll you know I will do my absolute best but my identity is no longer attached to whether something is massively successful or not what's more important to me now is am I enjoying what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis Yes, I really love what I do. I love the clients I work with. I have only female clients, which I love. Um, and, you know, I've got a really solid business in terms of the pillars and the offering now because of the work I'm doing with Chief Meta Chicks. Um, I've got FemCon, which is, a, you know, my baby and a, and a great source of joy because I get to work with my best friend plus build a female community, which I'm very, very passionate about. Um, I mean, this, we're doing a podcast of our own now, you know, which is taking the next step. And there's just so much great stuff that's come out of this it's, and it doesn't necessarily equate to money because <laughs> at this point FemCon is a very expensive hobby um, <laughs> which we don't mind you know and I just think it, it's a startup and it, with anything you have to give yourself time and space to succeed and achieve and we just have these great expectations on ourselves so quickly and if we just can let go of that and just learn to just enjoy it a little bit and just to acknowledge each step in the right direction I mean give ourselves some bloody space give ourselves some yeah it's such good advice and I think that entrepreneurial journey you know particularly the first the early stage of a startup that you're riding the highs and the lows the ups and the downs bootstrapping it and I think um, I love your approach in just give it a go because you have to test and learn if you try and perfect everything you'll never get anything done and you'll never do anything whereas if you're going to fail you've got to fail fast learn get up and go again and and I really love your That's approach you and, and if you make yeah. every single every step you made was right how boring would that be what would you be learning you'd just be you know having delusions of grandeur really wouldn't you because you know everything's going so well I mean it's when shit goes south that's when you learn that's when you have to 
hustle. That's when you're, that's when your character is tested. That's when you realize how much you want it. I mean, those, and that's what will make getting to the top or getting to where you want to go so much sweeter because you've, you've, there's been some struggle and some adversity along the way. If everything was just gifted to us on a silver platter, we'd, we wouldn't value it. There'd be, you know, it, we, there'd be no joy in that. There'd be no um, striving and, and we, you know, where we learn is when we go, you know, overcome the challenges and we have to become resourceful, we dig deep, you know, the tears and, you know, it's all part of the process. <laughs> yeah, it's cry, so cry a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so you're eight years in with uh, Chiquita and Co. Essentially, a, a PR and a events and um, business. You came to us about four months ago, and you've joined Chief Metachicks, and you've taken on the Pitch and Grow Coaching Package, and you've been working with four different coaches. Talk us through how they've helped you to really shape and reframe your business, and just the journey and the growth and the trajectory that you're on now. Oh. I've been. I talk to everyone about Chief Metachicks because my um, just the benefit that I've gained myself, just personally from a confidence point of view, as well as a business positioning um, and growth point of view, has just been honestly second to none. I just can't. Um, yeah, it's just been such a, a quick. It's like it's it's been a quick journey, but it's also been super rewarding both personally and professionally. So when I came to you, I was, I, I slid into your DMs on LinkedIn, Nikki, um, you know, going to sell you on my <laughs> services. <laughs> and here we are, you sold me on yours. Um, but it was honestly yeah, it was a very good sale, very good purchase on my behalf. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, obviously I've worked with you and Jack and Deb and Caroline. And because I'm I'd struggled with some confidence along the way because I stumbled into PR. I hadn't studied it. Um, I had in my head for a long time that I could never be as good as someone who had worked at an agency because they had proper training, they had mentorship, they had probably studied it and, you know, worked across all areas and industries of PR on big accounts. And so in my head I was just thinking, oh, there's just no way that I could be good at this or as good as someone else who came from agency. And through this process, I actually realized that I'm actually not too bad. And, you know, I just say very good. <laughs> but it gave me um, a perspective in that I've been able to reposition myself. So instead of just calling myself a PR agency now, because through my research and my work with you and Jack and the ladies, I've worked out that, you know, the five pillars that I have, they're unique to me. There's no other agency that, to my knowledge, in Australasia that does events, PR, awards, speaking or talent management and sponsorship. You know, that's a unique combination. And without working with Chief Medichicks, I wouldn't know that. And so my positioning now is really powerful. I call myself a power partner. And I've also identified I really love working with women. I love working with female entrepreneurs who want or business leaders who and CEOs who want, you know, two or three of the pillars. So might they want to might raise their profile and PR in the media, obviously, and then also have some speaking gigs to support that. And also maybe they want to apply for some awards or they want to put on an event for their teams or, you know, a corporate gala, whatever it might be. Um, I can work across all of those pillars with them and without working with Chief Metachicks, I couldn't actually see that that was so unique and such a huge advantage. And so my confidence has just skyrocketed and the way I talk about myself and my business now, it's it's from a position of power and confidence. It's no longer, um, oh, you know, 
I, you know, I get it if you don't want to work with me, you know, there's probably better options type thing. And I think we all feel that <laughs> imposter syndrome along the way because I struggled with that very deeply for a long time. And then over the last four months, it's just been game changing because I, um, you know, because obviously I respect all of you and also you coming from Zenith and, you know, media and you backing me and telling me that you see something in me and that you believe in me and um and you've helped refine my process as well because I didn't know what agency did you know I didn't know the process and you've helped refine all that for me and now I'm just getting way better results and um you've just given me some insight and you've you've just tweaked some things and it's just been um yeah it's just been hugely beneficial and I just can't speak highly enough of it to be honest Oh, thank you. I'm very pleased to hear it. And, you know, that's that's what we're here for. We, you know, we're here to support women-led businesses and, and help them grow and scale and soar. So um, it's really pleasing for me to hear that and also to watch your journey and to watch your confidence um, continue to grow. I think of when I first met you and there was something about you that, uh, you know, you got the meeting with me and I often don't respond to stuff like that because I just I see the lead gen behind the scenes and I hate it. Um, but there was something about you, probably your wild hair. <laughs> and I thought, this chick's got style. I'm going to see what she's, you know, what she's all about. And um, and now we're working together, which is so amazing. And and I think part of the benefit of the Chief Medichicks community is getting to know each other's businesses. And um, you know, and and you do some of my PR now, which is amazing. And you know, as we scale up our events, you know, we'll be engaging you to run our events. And and you know, that's what this community is all about. It's learning from each other and, and utilising each other's services to help build and scale and grow our businesses. So um, a couple of other questions for you. What are the, some of the best lessons you think you've learnt along the way through your coaching program and also just through running your own business? One of the biggest is um, having someone else's perspective. So when you're caught up in your business, you're obviously emotionally very invested. So it's very hard sometimes to see the wood for the trees. So you, you know, all the your emotion can take over, and if something's not going well on a daily basis, you can lose a little bit of uh, perspective. And I think working with the chief medicics has given me a unique perspective of being able to take a step back, and that's given me an opportunity to see. Uh, the what I offer is different and if I had and the thing is I've reframed it in my head because if I hadn't gone through my process of just falling into this and then um, you know even from the the days of the league where I started with events and then came to PR and then moved into towards talent management and sponsorship if I had gone through an agency I would have just done agency work I wouldn't have actually had the opportunity to expand and grow myself these other skills you know, so I've been able to see now the the huge advantage that I have through my own personal journey to get to where I am, and that's a unique advantage. And that has been just so um, yeah, it's been a really powerful position to put myself in, just from a how I feel about myself and my skill set and my business. It's just um, it's been hugely beneficial. So now when I, you know, it's just the way I talk about it. And when I sell, you know, that those I believe in what I'm offering so much more just purely because I understand the power, you know, the benefit and the power of what I offer because it's, it's unique and no one else has it. So, but I didn't know that before. So four months ago, I was oblivious <laughs> to that. And, or even just the positioning, being a power partner in my five pillars, the power of five, all of that has come out of chief meta chicks. I didn't have any of that positioning before uh, and, and I'm giving myself goosebumps because I'm interested because, <laughs> you know, I just love it so much. It's just been so rewarding. More from Chiquita in a minute. 
Recently, I had the pleasure of chatting with Jack Phillips of Jack Phillips Coaching and Advisory. We spoke about knowing who you are and what you value, self-awareness being key, how feedback is a gift, and that reinvention is vital to remaining relevant. Here's a little snippet from the episode. There's probably three key lessons on my journey. The one is self-awareness, yeah? It is the key to personal and professional growth. The better you know yourself and how you show up for others, how others perceive you, the better you will perform, influence, and be able to bring others along with you. So self-awareness is is the first key lesson, uh, lesson. The second key lesson, which is entirely relevant and related to self-awareness is feedback it's a gift ask for it regularly it's critical to self-awareness knowing your strengths and the unique value that you bring to a business means that you can align your roles accordingly and of course there's always areas of development things that we can do better don't ever shy away from that there's no perfect there's progress find out from others what do you do that shits them that you're totally unaware of Figure out what that is. And if you can learn that, (laughs) my list was long and it isn't always fun to know that, but self-awareness gives you choice and you can actually change. You can listen to that brilliant chat with Jack Phillips by going to chiefmetachicks.com slash podcasts or subscribing to the show. Okay, let's get back to our amazing guest, Chiquita Searle. And also um, a huge thing for me over the last sort of 12 months and even since I started FemCon was when I left the league a part of I realized that um a huge part of my heart is in female communities and working with women and helping women and I didn't realize how deeply connected to that purpose I was until I started FemCon and since I started FemCon I have now become a part of other female-based communities which has you know fueled me even more and that's why I'm such an active member of Chief Meta Chicks because I love it so much. I love being around women and particularly the women chief medichicks. They're just so high caliber, you know, they're just so amazing. And, you know, they've expedited my journey. I wouldn't have had access to this information, this skill set, this knowledge, um, you know, and you all refer me business as well. It's not even just you giving me skills. You, you genuinely care about my success. And I think that's a huge um yeah, a re- like not a reward per se, but just something that's just so deeply beneficial to someone who has felt very isolated and lonely in a business before, that support network and system. And that's what I want FemCon to be for other women is, you know, that support network, that community to inspire you to, you know, step into your full force feminine power, which for us, that's our way of saying we want women to realise their full potential through our events, through our community, hopefully through our podcast. Um, and you know, I'm a part of other sort of communities now as well. And it's just, um, and I will continue <laughs> to be a part of communities because female based ones, because I just think it's just so rewarding. And, um, and that's what chief meta chicks is. And yeah, I'm hugely uh, grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, that's great. And it's such a, um, it, it's, it just rings so true for so many female led businesses when you're running a business you're head down you're going for it you don't have the people to bounce ideas off you don't have the opportunity to step back 
And I think that's what we try to provide in our leaders is that perspective, but not just the perspective and the expertise. It's actually the networks that come with it. And we all know that to build and grow your business, it comes down to how good your network is. And and that referral business is a core part of what we do. And in selecting our leaders, it's the areas of specialisation that we need to cover anything that anyone running a business could need, but also that they come with, you know, credibility, a big following and an extensive network. So they're all experienced leaders that can add enormous value and, and it's it's pleasing to hear that you've certainly seen the benefit of that in a short period, which is great. So um, another question for you, which is one of my favourites and it's a bit of a, a mind twister. What didn't you know that you didn't know and how have you learnt on the fly in your business to plug some of those knowledge gaps Often we know, you know, we don't know what we know or we know what we don't know, but what didn't you know that you didn't know? Well, I didn't, I definitely didn't know about my unique combination and just having that realisation was huge. It didn't even occur to me to, because I just always thought, because PR in Australia is such a saturated industry, there's some massive players and you would know that because you headed one up. And so when you're a very small <laughs> fish in a very big pond it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and intimidated and like you just can't compete and so going through this process and and finding this kind of really powerful position for my for myself um it's just it was just game but I didn't know that I didn't know how to position myself I couldn't actually work out what my USP was I couldn't work out what my advantage was you know I have thought about it so often and people would say what's different about you I'm like oh my god I don't know um so but you know that was just game changing it's completely changed the direction of my business it's completely changed the way I speak about it and the client the level of clients I'm attracting um you know because I'm talking about different pillars it's not just PR now I'm talking about no well we do all these other things and so we can raise your profile in lots of different ways we have all this other value that we can offer to support you um and we're almost like a one-stop shop now that you outsource all these pillars to and you know you've got a team at your disposal who can who can do those for you and I just hadn't thought of that positioning before and it was just this work with you and Jack and the other chief medichicks who um have helped me see that and it's just I mean I've, I'll rabbit on about it all day because it's just like <laughs> give me the opportunity uh but yeah that I just didn't know I literally was so lost in that in the positioning and who I was as a person in the business and my direction and what I could really really offer the value that I have I just didn't know I just didn't know yeah and it's often the case it's all there you just need to extract it out and it's a really simple process for someone sitting on the outside it's just a matter of asking a couple of key questions and that stuff surfaces really quickly and then we can help you bring that into a narrative that really resonates and and yeah it's pleasing that it's given you that focus um what do you think now? Like, obviously, your business is really taking off. And, and you know, for me, just watching it from when we first met to where you are now, sort of almost four months later, it's just a joy to watch. What do you think has been the key to your success? And what did you learn in your career prior that's really set you up for success now that you've got that focus on your proposition? What do you think your past learnings have contributed to really allow you to catapult now with your new sort of focus? 
Well, once I had the positioning, um, then I could, because uh, you and I worked quite closely on tweaking my sales process because I would get a lot of interest and I wasn't closing. And it was just because I didn't really understand the value that I was offering and I wouldn't, and I didn't quite know how to communicate it. Um, and so working with you, you helped me sort of refine that process and put it into um, a really kind of step-by-step, this is, you know, what we do along the process to get the, the positive outcome at the end. Um, so that has been really good for me. And then also I realised that along the way I've just collated all these really just random skills that work really good well together and I just hadn't really <laughs> thought about that before. So all my job, you know, since, you know, the events and then working with Stockdown Lego with um, Anna who was the CEO and working on her, like I wrote all her speeches, you know, we did her talent deck, I helped them with the sponsorship in terms of putting those decks together. Um, I, I did all their copywriting, did all their PR submitted all Anna's awards, you know, all of this stuff um, that I just, it hadn't occurred to me how much value is in that for Mm. someone like particularly maybe a female CEO or business leader who wants to raise their profile along across all these different elements. Like there's, there's very few people who can do all those. You'd have to go all these different places um, generally to get it. But I've realized that because I've just stumbled my way into this and I've just collected all these skills, now I can see where the value is. Um, so it's just been, um, yeah, that clarity, yeah. um, that has been really, really powerful. And you're really, I mean, I, I know how much you love working with senior female leaders. That drives you. It, it clearly inspires you. You're one of them as well, and I don't think you often really recognise that, but you are so connected to building the profiles of amazing female leaders because you love to tell their stories and you love to to really elevate them. Talk us through a bit more about how that passion just drives you on a day-to-day basis. I don't know. I've just always really loved women. Um, and I just like seeing them to succeed. And part of uh, the process that I love is when you first start working with someone, um, generally there's not a lack of self-belief, but, a you know, they're a lot more, um, self-deprecating and there's a lot of humility and there's very much, oh, you know, I don't feel comfortable promoting myself. Generally everyone I take on there's this conversation where oh I don't really you know feel comfortable promoting myself or you know I don't want people to think that I'm you know showing off or whatnot or but through the process it's actually really empowering because you see them um start to see themselves through your eyes because obviously when you take on a client you see you see how great they are and what they're doing because you you delve right into their story and you kind of work out really quickly where the angles are and you know where the opportunities are where they're ta- you know what the, the the topics might be for their speaking and um where their bio is really going to sing and it's just really great to work with them and, and as you start to get these regular wins um you know you see their confidence start to really ramp up and they start to actually see themselves through other people's eyes and from the start of the process to you know generally the not the end because you don't want it to ever end but you know sometimes clients don't stay forever um they're just like their self-belief and it's a really empowering process and just being part of that um, and just being someone they can bounce ideas off, um, someone who's in their corner, you know, I'm very much about sort of that support network. And, and yeah, I just love um, women succeeding. I love seeing them sort of take a front, you know, a, a step forward and taking their position where they should be at the front of the crowd. Um, and I'm quite happy to l- lend them my strength to do that because, you know, I'm a super big believer. I don't take on anyone who I don't believe in and I will push them forward 
and keep them there where I can. So, you know, I just, I don't know, I just find it really, really rewarding. And I, I just think it's because, you know, I'm just, I've always known that my purpose was to be around women, to support women, to be, you know, helping them in some way. And I just, it, it almost doesn't matter anymore how I do it. It's just as long as I can add value and be in their corner and advocate for them and support them in some way, I don't really, I don't think it matters to me anymore how much, how I do that. It's just yeah. as long as I'm doing it. Love it. So great. What excites you most about your journey? Like you think of your journey from starting your career to where you are now, what are you most excited about? Oh, I love being my own boss, honestly. I love, <laughs> I love my <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I, am, I think I'm unemployable, to be honest. Um, You're not I, the I only love, person on this podcast who has said that. I love it. Honestly, I love um, variety. Uh, I love being able to work across the different businesses that I have and I love that I'm because I'm all of a sudden my life seems to make sense and that's happened over the kind of the last six months and I think Chief Medichix has really helped me make sense of my life, my purpose, my direction and it's been just so almost not, not a sense of relief but there's just been something that's changed in me over this period that is it's just like opened up my eyes in a lot of ways that um, that I sort of hadn't realised before and it's just you know, I'm just so happy to be doing what I'm doing, to be working with the women that I am, to be a part of these communities, you know, FemCon, Chief Metachicks, um, you know, with another client, I'm working on another community called We Rise and Women's Money Matters and EWIT, Empowered Women in Trades. Like Casey is, um, I think, one of your mentees now. Yes. Um, because, you know, I knew that she'd get so much benefit out of it, so I referred her. But I love working with her. She's got a female um, you know, empowered women trades. It's a community of lady tradies. So just, it's just been so clarifying and I'm just getting so much more involved in their communities now because I realise how much I love it and I'm just so happy and um, I get so much contentment and joy in most days. Um, not every day, not every day. Running your own business can never bring you joy every single day. Any 20 rule of business, if yeah. you're enjoying it in the time, you're doing really well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just get so much joy from it. But this, like, this process has been super clarifying for me and um, it's just the variety, the women, the communities, like it's just all helping women in some way and I just i am thriving, honestly, just thriving. That's brilliant. So my last closing question for you, what advice? do you have for aspiring women entrepreneurs who are just starting their journey oh mentorship honestly I've been with our mentor for a long time um in terms of business and kind of helping with not only my PR and the business skills the brand positioning the marketing web three um legals financials you know the financial modeling all of this stuff I mean because you don't know what you don't know and there's so much to business and you can't be an, an expert at everything but if you can access people mentors women who have gone before you and who are experts in these particular fields your journey is going to be so much quicker if i'd found nikki if i'd found you eight years ago if you've been around i was around <laughs> oh, i just wasn't doing my own business much farther along but you know that's the point of this it's just like this kind of community is the 
I think the caliber of women and skill set that you offer through your mentors is unparalleled. I can't imagine, I don't know if there's any other kind of community in terms of the format and the structure and the expertise available, certainly not to my knowledge. And um, I just think that mentorship expedite your journey by accessing women who have already done it, who know, who can just like give you their, their advice and their insight and then just run with that because you're going to be jumping ahead leaps and bounds. And honestly, I, oh, yeah, if I'd found you years ago, I mean, God, I'd, God, Nikki. You'd be retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I'm, I'm working but you know I would be you know up further along but that's why I'm at my I've been able to grow so quickly now is because of this it's because I've accessed the mentorship and the information and the insight in you know a very short period of time I've implemented it and now let's keep going I'm gonna be so sad when you kick me out (laughs) we're never gonna kick you out Chi you're one of our greatest advocates Um, but you know look it's can't shake me no I won't (laughs) shake you I adore you and you know you're going to be running all my PR and events before too long anyway um look it's been an absolute joy having you on the podcast today I look forward to having you again you presented um as one of our panelists at our recent event at zero a couple of weeks ago and were very well received um it's so exciting to watch your journey and and to be able to support you because I think what you're doing is amazing and you're so full of passion and purpose so thank you for joining us on the Chief Medicics podcast and thank you for being such an amazing and engaged member. We love having you on board. Well, thanks for having me. And also don't kick me out. (laughs) (laughs) I will never kick you out. (laughs) Thanks, Chi. My pleasure. Well, there we have it, our latest Chief Medicics episode. Key takeouts are doing something that brings you joy and fulfilment, taking action rather than being paralyzed by fear, learning as you go, as you'll never get it perfect the first time around, and seeking the perspectives and experiences of others. We'd also love you to rate the episode and podcast on iTunes or your favorite platform. It really does help with rankings and getting our messages and learnings out to as many people as possible. If you'd like to get your wings on too, then you can join at chiefmetachicks.com. And if you're interested in applying for our Pitch and Grow coaching program with our Chief Medicics leaders, then please reach out at info at chiefmedicics.com.